Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yo. Yo. Aubrey Edwards, Tony Schiavone, we bout to party. We bout to party. Unrestricted. Got the house now. We gon' turn it up. How's everyone doing today? How's FanFest going for all y'all? Man, I I love Vegas. I, I love seeing the AEW fans. Uh, I, like, I know we came back to Vegas last year mm-hmm. for the first time since the pandemic, yep. double or nothing. But like being in the MGM Grand Garden Arena on uh, Wednesday was just unreal. Like yep. the last time I was there, I was scared out of my mind, <laughs> trying to not shit my pants <laughs> because it was the first ever AEW show. So it's kind of crazy to come full circle and do this all again. Like, yeah, it brings wild. back all the feels. Was anybody here for the first ever Double or Well, look at this. Yeah. Wow, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. It really brings such a kind of tear to my eye when I think about, you know, how AEW has grown so uh, and everything that we've done. And now we will be at T-Mobile Arena tomorrow for again, the second time. Again, T-Mobile, great arena. I absolutely love it. Go Knights. Yeah, right. Golden Knights playing tonight. Yo, what's up? All right. I think we should just get started with our first guest. Let's get started. You guys ready for our first live unrestricted here at FanFest? Yes. All right. Let's bring her out. She is Anna J.A.S. There's a lot of people. I'm very excited. Well, there's so much going on at FanFest today. There's Upper Deck, there's Jazzwares, there's Meet and Greets, and there's you, of course. I'm excited to have you here because the last time you were on the podcast, you were still in the Dark Order. Yes. You had previously been the star of the show. Yes. And now you're uh, a bad bitch with a big ass and a bad mm. attitude. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. That is true. And I'm still the star of the show. Still the star. Hey, all right. You never stopped being the star of the show. That's right. Technically. So yeah. so what was it like joining the JAS? Because that was a big jump going from a group like Dark Order that has such history with AEW yeah. to like Jericho's staple. That's kind of crazy yeah it's kind of one of those things where and i always say this i'll always love my dark order guys um but it was one of those things where who was gonna pass up an opportunity to work with the ocho chris jericho yes so yeah it's a huge opportunity for me and then obviously with tainara and i being tag partners it kind of made sense at the time and makes sense now so i'm happy where i am Fantastic. So how did that actually come to be? Because you were doing your thing with Dark Order and then it looked like you had some friction with Ty there for a little while and then all of a sudden you came together. Yeah, well, you know, for a little bit it was a little rocky um, and I tagged with even Ruby Soho for a while Mm. during some of those times. So she was kind of my tag partner in replacing uh, Tynar for a second. And yeah, it kind of just came to be one of those things where I had a decision to make and I think I made the right one. I absolutely think you made the right one. Uh, I'm also 
very much think you've made the right one by choosing to do all these street fights recently. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, Which, street like, fights. So you like street fights. Oh, yeah. That's the most fun I think I've had in a ring. I think it's uh, my adrenaline's going way more than normal. Um, everything hurts, but it's a good pain, you know? I like Very it. good pain. Yeah. Um, and you and you got to do a street fight with Julia, who I know, like, behind the scenes, you two are very good friends. Yeah, you know, we were. Um, mm, but we're, Julia, sorry. she's just a spooky sorry. bitch. And spooky kind bitch. of, yeah. yep, spooky bitch, <laughs> yes. and I'm a little over her. But, yeah, it was fun. I was, never thought I would have a street fight with Julia, who, yeah, like you said, was one of my friends behind the scenes. But we did it. Um, I lost, of course, but it was fun. Do you have a particular favorite match at this mm. point that you've had? Um, I would say, I think I always say this one, but probably the first street fight that Ty and I had uh, against, yeah, against <laughs> the Bunny and Penelope. Uh, yeah, let's give that, it up for that. That was a fun match, um, and I think all of us really gave it all we got, and, and I think it paid off. That was uh, something that we were all proud of. My, one of my favorite things about that little behind the scenes is Ruby tells me, she's like, yeah, if I bleed, I don't think I'm going to bleed that badly. Like, <laughs> oh. I'm, not, I'm not really a bleeder. Who says yeah. that? <laughs> People well, who end up bleeding bled. a lot and who say that. Yeah. She's definitely there just like Wheeler Yuta style, gushing blood. Yeah. Just like, oh. thank you, thank you. Uh, I also love helping Ruby when she's bleeding. So there you go. That's my segue wow. for this. Um, so I want to talk about the coordinated outfits with JAS because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because these are always so great. I love like the purple they match with Hager's hat, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys have a say in the outfits you're wearing? All Chris's idea. He just tells us, hey, this is what I we're wearing. And we say, okay, Tynar and I have a little bit more trouble because normally the suits are men's. So it's not really fitting to our bodies. So we always have to have them altered in some sort of way. But I think it's fun. It's like ridiculous. They're fun. It also makes it easier because we don't have to pick out outfits. So I love it. But they're ridiculous. The purple ones are probably the best. Um, then we had the gold ones where we had the pants we ripped off. Um, that was fun to rip those off. But yeah, I think the purple ones were the best ones, the first ones. That's, that's super cool. Coordinating like outfits. From like Amazon, if anyone wants them. Oh, hey. <laughs> don't tell Jericho that we said that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, just kidding. They're, Super they're Gucci. High end. I don't know. Super high-end suits. Yeah. So I was wondering, because obviously you had this massive feud recently with Julia, and that kind of reached a fever pitch, and then you had this big match. What's next for Anna Jay? What, what kind of goals do you have right now in AEW? Um, I, I mean, it's going to be basic, but just to keep going and keep getting the reps, keep kind of doing what I'm doing and just to continue to get better. Um, I don't know necessarily have a person in mind, I guess, next, but who knows? Maybe me and Julia aren't done. Maybe I'm not done with her. Oh, um, I don't right. know. But yeah, like I said, just to keep going and wrestle as much as I can and just keep honing my craft and getting more comfortable out there and just keep doing what I'm doing. One of the matches that I know not a lot of people saw, but those that did really loved it, um, the very first House Rules show. Oh, gosh. It was you did and they? Britt no. in Ohio going like 10 minutes and just killing it. That was a fun match, but people ripped that apart when they saw it. So, you know, um, it is what it is. Um, I'm sorry. You're a woman in wrestling. Everyone's going to rip everything <laughs> yeah. apart. Yeah. Yeah, but that was fun. And the House Rules show, I can't wait to do them again. Those are really fun shows. It's like a whole different environment. Those are more intimate almost, and it's a different experience. And I personally had a lot of fun. It was super fun. Yeah. I loved it. It's like makes wrestling fun again. Yeah. yeah. Has I anybody agree. out there been to one of our House Rules shows? Yeah. There we yes. go. Colorado. Okay. We're coming to Colorado Springs soon. Woo. Do you get tickets? <laughs> do you? Uh... Oh, you don't already have tickets. Okay, oh. cool. 
So you're not oh, yeah, going. We'll come to Colorado when you buy tickets, sir. <laughs> All right. I have a question for you. Do you actually have a dream match or a dream opponent here in AEW? Dream match, dream opponent. I mean, once again, kind of cliche. Want to wrestle everyone, obviously. Um, trying to think. I mean, honestly, I would love to wrestle Jamie again. I've gotten to oh. wrestle her one time, and I think she's incredible. Um, so, yeah, I think now wrestling more for me personally, like I would like to get in the ring with her again at some point when I'm even better off, if that makes sense. But, yeah, I think she's incredible. She's a great champion. There's so much you can learn from working with people in the ring, and then yep. when you get better and going back and having the chance to wrestle those people mm -hmm. you've wrestled before, it's just, it's more than just reps. It's applying all the things you learn from those other people to that same setting, but mm -hmm. having a familiar opponent is so, so important. I I can't wait to see you and Jamie in the ring again. Yes, exactly. so dope. Thank you. All right, so we have a little game because it's a okay. live show and I like putting people on the spot. Little game of this or that. So I'm going to throw two mm. things at you and you pick one. Okay. I'm not good at these games, by the way. Oh, so then it. it's going to Even be better. amazing. <laughs> cool. All right. The Ocho or the Wizard? Oh, the Ocho. Yeah. Jake Hager's purple hat or Daniel Garcia's black hat? Wait, his what? Daniel this is the little black one that he has. His Kangle. Oh, Jake Hager's hat. Yeah. No, big time. Big time. <laughs> uh, J-Lo's ass or Kim Kardashian's ass? Oh, J-Lo's. Yep. Good choice. Good choice. All right. Instagram or TikTok? TikTok. Flash yeah. mob or silent disco? Silent. I've never been to it. I don't even know what that is. Silent oh, disco? I guess we'll have to go. It's, uh, they put the headphones on you. And oh, yeah, you, you dance, but yeah. like you can't, if you took them off, like it's silent. Right. So you see Honestly, a that, people. that's kind of fun. Silent disco, I guess. It's silly. It, yeah. works, it works well for social. Um, grilled cheese or mac and cheese? Ooh, grilled cheese. Ooh. Are you a yep. tomato soup with grilled cheese kind of person? No. I hate tomatoes. Ooh. I know that's weird. Whoa. Like all tomatoes? Yes. Oh the texture of tomatoes is like the grossest thing ever. They're literally slimy. I, I don't know. They're slimy, oh, but they're I also hard. Yeah. Got, like, well, this well, what about ketchup? Ca uh, ketchup no. is sugar, dude. Well, no. No? Okay. No. Wow. Okay. Yep. Thank oh my. you. It's not it's Who are you people? No, yeah. to call ketchup... Tomatoes is like an insult to tomatoes. It, yeah, it's sugar. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Mustard is actually like at least something. Yes. Ketchup's like, yeah, we're going to throw some sugar and color it red and say it's made of tomatoes. Ketchup all day. Tea I mean, mustard. I'm not saying I don't like ketchup. It's just. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. Um, are you an original Oreos person? Are you a double stuff person? Or are you a flavored fan special edition Oreo person? Um, double stuff. Double stuff. Mm. Double stuff should actually be the default. Yeah. Because honestly, oh, yeah, normally I just take them apart and have the stuffing. So Right. You just like open. Have you ever made your own double stuff? I used to do that. No, but kid. I see people doing that and it's gross. They're like licking it. I don't know. Something about <laughs> right it grosses there. me out. I could see it. The whole process of it could yeah. be gross. Yeah. Uh, vacation or staycation? Wait, is a staycation like... Like you hang out at home in your oh, underwear? vacation. Let's go. Okay, so when you vacation, do you want to go uh, to the beach or somewhere not warm and wonderful? The beach. The beach. <laughs> yes. There's really no this or that. It's just, do you want to go to the beach? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I want to go to the beach. Who doesn't want to go to the beach? Who does not want to go to the beach? <laughs> All right. Uh, do you listen to music or podcasts? Both. Ooh. Can, I, can I answer like that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. fair. Yeah, both. What kind of podcast do you listen to? Um, I listen to... Gosh, what's the one that I've been listening to? I listen to like a lot of women's podcasts, like self-help too, like that kind of sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of have a variety of stuff that I listen to. It really just depends because like on flights and stuff, like 
you have to download stuff before you fly. And mm -hmm. I get tired of listening to my music all the time because I listen to the same songs over and over again. Yep. Um, so it kind of depends. I kind of try to listen to different podcasts all the time to see which ones I like. I like it. I got yeah. a follow-up question. Favorite music? Oh, um... <laughs> That is gonna depend too, but I do I do enjoy country music. I don't know if that's if you can tell by my voice. Um, <laughs> country, I kind of listen to like this uh, pop rising on Spotify. I have Spotify. I know some people judge that because you have Apple Music, but whatever. I, have um, <laughs> I listen to rap if I'm working out. I listen to literally everything. Yeah, it just depends. Perfect, perfect. Can you give us any dirt on Jungle Boy? Dirt? Yeah. Like what? Okay, so here's this. My, yeah. my personal stance is when you're in a long-term relationship with someone, there's like five or six things that you absolutely hate that you let them get away yeah. with. Like, what's one of yours? Give us all five. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so when I'm trying to go to sleep and I am like a grandma, like I want to go to bed at like 9 or 10. This is why we're friends. And wake up early and like have the whole day. He is the opposite and wants to go to bed around 4 a.m., and wake up around lunchtime. So when I'm trying to go to sleep, he's just up doing whatever, and I get so irritated because I like it to be pitch black, no noise, silent, peaceful, and it's not. So that really pisses me off. What else pisses mm. you off about Jungle Boy? Oh. Mm, all right. How much time do we have? Let's keep know. going. Keep it going. Know. He is wonderful. Um, but you know, uh, trying to think what else. Does he squeeze the toothpaste in the middle of the tube? Because I fucking hate Oh, my that. gosh. No, but he uses, on the road, he uses my toothpaste and, like, oh, will no. take it out. And, like, I, I won't be able to find it. Like, it'll be somewhere, like, in the room. Like, uh. not in the bathroom. <sighs> I don't know. Like, he, like, it, like, on the couch? Like, where does he put it? I honestly don't even, I don't know. But I'm always having to ask him, like, well, where is it? Does he know? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Our future... Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Potentially AEW world champion. Yeah, likes yeah. to hide toothpaste. Right? Yeah. Things you learn here at Unrestricted. Yeah. But he's wonderful, like I said. Woo. Well, thank you for being with us, Anna. I know yes. you've got a meet and greet coming up, so definitely go check her oh, yeah. out. I'll see you guys line. over there. She's thank a wonderful human being. Anna J, thank you so Anna much. Anna J-A-S in the house. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Yes. got someone who I'm really excited to talk about because early on when we had them on the podcast, they were just starting out. Yep. And now they're one of the biggest stars in wrestling. With it's one of the, crazy with how one of the biggest catchphrases right? in wrestling, with yep. one of the biggest motions in wrestling mm -hmm. that we all know very well. Let's give it up for Anthony Bowens. The acclaimed top of the chain, so I bet you know the name. Getting all the fans entertained. The acclaimed running in the Everybody saying that they Hey, oh. I just made it. I was playing the uh, 
Now it's right. Now it's right. Now we can begin. The brand new uh, Fight Forever game. Right. Isn't it insane? It is incredible, everyone. I gotta I'm s- very excited for everyone to play. I just got a sneak peek backstage, and I literally was yelling. I don't know if you guys can hear me, because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I haven't played it yet, but I ran into Orange Cassidy yesterday, who told me that, like, you can press R3 and put his hands in his pockets. Shh, you're not supposed to say this. And he has a totally things. indifferent moveset. It's All insane. I know is, you know what I did? Huh. Cero. Miedo. <laughs> All right, and I was freaking out. But anyway, I'm sorry. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you. Yes, yes. So first off, I want to congratulate you on your uh, yeah. Savage X Fenty uh, pride line. Oh, There's thank actually you. like pictures of Anthony Bowens like being like a thirst trap with some underwear that Rihanna designed <laughs> over in Vegas. And I know this because a couple of heels have been like, look at this man. So congratulations, <laughs> sir. Thank you uh, very much. That's really awesome. How does something like that happen? Um, I have a really good manager, and he pitches me for things. There and you go. Apparently, he's been working on that for the last year or two, and he, he brought it to fruition. So That's awesome. It's really awesome. Congratulations. I love that you get to do something that is both like cool and fashionable, but like continually shows how awesome you are as a representative of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, yeah. It's, who said that? Hi. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's um, you know it's an honor every single week to, to represent the community. Every time I come out and I wrestle and I perform, um, it's just really special. And I'm glad that I can help people just by doing what I love. Well, let's talk about doing what you love because I remember before you came into AEW, we had a conversation. We go back a while. We're both from Jersey. Any Jersey folks in the house? Jersey? Boo. Oh, my oh, God. Just not, us? All right, there's not one. one All right, person three of us. from New Jersey. One. Three of us. And uh, it's amazing to see how far you've come in in such a relatively short amount of time, right? So what has your last year been since the last Double or Nothing? Can you tell us? (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's been a whirlwind, but can you tell us a little bit more about how the entire year has felt for you? Crazy. That's the best way to describe it. I think last year I was in the wheelchair. My knee was uh, not good. (laughs) No. A lot of of painful times. And um, ever since then, we linked up with those annoying, disgusting human beings called the Ass Boys. <laughs> oh. But the good thing that came out of it was our connection with Daddy Ass, who I get to scissor every single week. Give it up for Daddy Ass, everyone. Daddy Ass, everybody. An absolute legend. So and then good. we just took off with the scissoring craze. So I, I have so many questions about scissoring, and I feel like we're all busy on show day, and I don't <laughs> have an opportunity to ask. So... I'd like it because we have a live podcast if we could kind of do almost like a tutorial of sorts. Um, so what is the first thing someone needs to know when they are trying to scissor for the first time? Um, hygiene, maybe. Okay. Mm, good point. Yep. Hygiene. Uh, sometime, and, um, make sure you trim your nails. That's very, yes. very important. Because sometimes, sometimes in the meet and greets I come home and I just have scars and cuts all in between my fingers. Cause oh, no. I get I'll lend slight. you some gloves. Actually, this is kind of gross, but I gave my first dirty scissor two days ago. Whoa. All right. Can we, can we get a scoop? What's a dirty scissor? Bear with me here. Okay. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> I, was, I, I was using the restroom, and as I was going to the sink to wash my hands, you know, and cleanse, because hygiene is very important before scissoring, and uh, a gentleman extended his hand, and I may have had a uh, mojito or two or three. And, and without thinking, I just went, posters <laughs> in the bathroom. Okay. And okay. then I realized what I did, and I went, uh-oh. Okay, other questions, other questions. Um, what if you want to scissor with someone, and they don't want to scissor back? 
Oh. Consensual scissoring is very important. Uh, it's, Good. Okay. It's important uh, to get consent. Got another it. question. Is it always these two fingers? Like, can I do this? Like, no, 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 no. No, it's always you, you can never do You can, no. <laughs> Aubrey! What? You're a little nasty. Like, we'll just blur that out. We'll blur that out for the video portion. No, no, no. That's Matt Hardy that's... version one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't, don't Google that. <laughs> We're unrestricted, but that is restricted. <laughs> Okay, so scissoring. Do you need to stretch before you scissor? Uh, you can. It's a very electrifying experience. So you can you know, <laughs> get them going like this. What about scissoring on a carpet? Do you ever get shocked when you scissor someone on a carpet? A static uh, yeah, scissor? A static scissor. Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple of those. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm, how much practice does Daddy Ass need for scissoring? Like, did you need to ramp him up to it? Because he seems like he's very, uh, like... Like what was it on di like this this uh, on rampage this week? He's literally laying there with his legs spread out on the ground, just waiting to be scissored. So he's obviously like he's having a good time. Guys. He is. He is. He's so he's a clearly like I don't know if he calls himself an expert in scissoring or how has he taken scissoring? Like, do you talk about how you're going to scissor it all ahead of time? No, we just let it flow. I think that's one of the best things about the acclaimed is we're very very unpredictable from Max's True. raps to mm -hmm. what we're going to do out there. You know, we'll start off. You know, scissoring people ringside. I've ended up halfway up the the stands a couple of times. You just never know. Security what we're really do. likes that, by the way. They enjoy it. <laughs> Always keeps them on their toes. Sure. Uh, so let's talk about your relationship with Billy Gunn. How has his influence changed you, and has changed Max Caster? Well, he's a fantastic teacher and great mm -hmm. coach. Anytime. Um, we want to go over strategy about in one of our matches. He's always right there. He's uh, before we we're doing trios. He was there ringside helping us out. So he's been uh, an amazing uh, asset to the acclaim. An asset, pun intended. <laughs> ah. yeah. um, so I think one of my favorite moments is your tag title win, not just when it happened at Grand mm. Slam, but also like the match before that at All Out between you, you, um, you and Max versus uh, Swerve and Keith Lee. Sneaky Swerve. Sneaky, oh, sneaky, sneaky Swerve. Sneaky, sneaky. But like, I remember. He's still sneaky. He's still very sneaky. I remember sitting in the back it's watching the monitor and just seeing that crowd is so. They, we wanted it so badly, and you guys didn't win. Then I think when we all heard that you were having a rematch at Grand Slam, like all of us were like, "Yes, please! Oh my God! Like I want this." Um, you're. You're originally from the Northeast, right? I'm from New Jersey. Yay! There, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, close enough. I'm sorry, dude. Like, but like, New Jersey sucks. Um, oh, <sighs> it does. I mean, Runt Rutgers did away with the fat trucks. There's nothing really there anymore. Wait, they got rid of the fat trucks? They did the grease trucks. The grease trucks, yeah. Yeah, with the giant fat sandwiches. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like, you want a hoagie with some meatballs, some. Uh, if you want to gain like twenty oh, pounds sticks? in five yeah, minutes, yeah, you get a mozzarella sticks all in the same like same sandwich. It's, we have those places still. You do? Yeah, they're called restaurants. Fat night, I like it. Wait, so, are you from New Jersey? You know this, right? Ah, oh, uh, Staten see, Island. See, there we go. There we go. Staten Island oh, is yeah, all the way. All right, we'll sense. give it to you. Right, I'm okay so. with it. Speaking of, speaking of New York, what was it like winning the tag titles in a historic venue like Arthur Ashe? Uh, it was a full circle moment because my one of my best friends, his name is Julian, he is a huge soccer uh, tennis fan. And um, anytime we would go to City Field or Shea Stadium, we would both say, I think uh, Arthur Ashe would be a good place for a wrestling show. Mm. And we said that years before that was even a thought. And I was like, yeah, that would be cool. It probably would never happen. Fast forward. I'm with AEW, and we are fighting for the tag team titles at Arthur Ashe, and then we take it home. 
crazy, crazy experience. Best part of the night, though. Um, out of uh, how many people do we have there? 14,000 people? It was like 16, 17,000. 17, out of all those thousands of people, I look up and I see my dad there cheering. You ever to spot him from the – did you know where you were sitting? I had a general idea, but I just – I don't know how I zeroed in on him, and it was like a very special moment. That's incredible. My wow. in-laws are at that show, and they're very, like, reserved Italian Catholic people who don't watch wrestling. So when everyone is screaming, oh, scissor me, daddy, <laughs> I told my sister-in-law, like, I'm very sorry, but you're going to have to be the person to explain <laughs> what's happening right now. This is not. This is not good. Um, I remember when people first started uh, singing that at All Out. I had no idea what they were saying, and it got so loud. Even Swerve, who you know, we were both trying to kill each other. We both stopped and were like, "Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was wild. This is interesting." And then, like, oh, we have to go back to beating the shit out of each other. Right. <laughs> it's like pause. Okay, cool. Bah, 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 bah. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm curious. Do you know at all what Max is going to say before he raps? Sometimes I like to uh, tell him to surprise me because his brain is very interesting sometimes mm -hmm. and he, he likes to go places and he's not, mm -hmm. he's not afraid to, to go there. So sometimes I like to be surprised. Um, the, I guess the most that I play in that entire process would be we'll sit down and we'll discuss what happened uh, during the week. It does not matter what it is. If it's in the news, if it is relevant, we Pop will culture. speak about it. We don't live in a bubble. We live in the real world. So we're going to talk about it and um, we'll kind of see what we can do. And then he'll go off for a couple hours and dive into you know his own psyche and figure out what he wants to say. And then we go out there and we do it. How many times would you say that you were completely caught off guard by something that he raps? Lots of times. <laughs> <laughs> would you say more often than not? More often than not, yes. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll see me half the time. I'm laughing. I'm legitimately laughing at what he's saying. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Who here loves Max's raps? See, everybody loves Everybody, everybody loves the acclaim. Everybody That's loves right. the acclaim. Good segue. Well done. <laughs> Fantastic Good segue. segue. Good segue. Um, what else you got? Speaking of raps, um, there was a rap you guys had against the JAS, which I particularly like. <laughs> okay. Did you know at all what they were going to bring to the table? In terms of what? When they were like, like, there's no talking beforehand with the rap battle, correct? I'm sorry. I'm not a part of this. Like, <laughs> Oh, the rap, <laughs> the rap battle. Right. They tried. They tried. They did. <laughs> they tried. They A for tried. effort. A for effort. That's all I can say. That's all you can say. Uh, so let's talk about, obviously, your former tag team champions, right? You've had quite a bit of, um, I guess, uh, success now working as a trios. Uh, any aspirations of becoming trios champions? Would you like to win the tag team championships again? Is there a particular match that you'd like? I think anybody who's not gunning to be champion is a fool. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So therefore, we want gold around our waist again. And I think Billy deserves to have gold around his waist one yes. more time, too, I think. All right. I know Billy's done a lot for you guys. He's done a lot for a lot of us in the back. Um, I attribute Billy Gunn to one of the people that really helped me understand tag team wrestling. So I could not agree with you more. Like, the guy has done so much for the industry, and I think it's... I think it's time to see some gold around his butt again. Sure, and look at the guy. He's jacked. He's jacked, yeah. dude. He's like... He's huge. He's nearing 60, and he looks better <laughs> than, like, most people in the world. Like, it's insane. Yeah, when I grow up, I want to be Billy Gunn. I think we all want to be Billy Gunn when we grow up. <laughs> totally. This was awesome, Anthony. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, everyone. Really appreciate you having you on Unrestricted. All right. Actually, wait. Wait. Uh -oh. 
Before I go, I would like the both of you to stand oh, up. Oh, 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 okay. oh, okay. Actually, I would like all of you to stand up if oh, that's okay. Oh, we're all okay. standing. All right. It's church now. I'd like for you to throw your scissors into the air oh, oh, and join me as I welcome Sir Alex Abrahantes and Ref Aubrey into the Scissor Club what? by asking them this, Aubrey and Alex, will you scissor me? Yes. Oh. Yeah. See you tomorrow night, everybody. Maybe. That was my first scissor. That was <gasps> exhilarating. Hi, I'm spent. <laughs> wow. I've uh, I've scissored in the ring a couple times. It's it always catches me off guard. Yeah. But it's always an incredible experience. It was pretty incredible. I it's hope you guys had an incredible. It was electrifying. I will say I was pretty proud of my Lucha brothers. Yes. Because they defeated the BCC. Boom. And we retain the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. You did. You we guys did. did. Very proud of your boys. Yeah. And we defeated two people in particular. Uh, I think one of them is actually our next guest. I know. It's going to be a little awkward. A little awkward. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want me to like switch seats? Do you want to... I don't know. I, I, think we, I think you can keep it together. All right. We'll see. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> Let's see if he's here. We'll keep it, we'll keep it cordial. Keep it civil. Keep it professional. We'll I'm off the clock, guys. I can't ref right now. I left this shirt in the hotel. So uh, that's fair. All if right. you guys start punching each other, I'm I'm booking it. <laughs> I'm booking it. Um, Wheeler, the last time we had you on the podcast, you were flirting with the idea of joining the BCC. Yes. And now you're a full on asshole. So real piece um, of shit. Wow. Yeah, you are a piece of shit. Um, but you're real good at it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments with you is, and I wasn't even in the ring for it, but I think it was a rampage that we taped. It was your match with Moxley, uh, where yeah. I'm pretty certain we were all like, how much blood do we have backstage? Can we do a transfusion right now? Yeah. But the, the thing that I liked about it is that like breaking the fourth wall moment is like when all of us were pushing rampage on Friday, as we do on social media, everyone's like, dude, you gotta watch this match. Like mm. Wheeler, you to like hit it out of the park. What was that match like for you? Like both being in it and then seeing the response from everyone after. Yeah. just. Uh, I'll talk about like the actual match itself. Yes, please. After, but like first off, I was just like what you're saying about being able to have that kind of like couple days of people being like, hey, you have to watch this. Hey, this is really important. It was really cool, and like I got to you know go home and watch it on my own couch and <laughs> watch it with uh, my girlfriend. It was really nice to have that moment. But yeah, that match was. It's really like there's a few times where in the ring, I was like, all right, I'm completely in this moment, nothing else matters. Like, obviously you're always trying to get the win, you're always trying to compete as best you can, but that was one of those moments where I was like, it feels like life or death. Like, it feels like this is, this is my opportunity, I really have to go seize it. So being able to do that and seeing where it took me with the BCC has just been awesome. And now there's a figure of it, which is crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't <Wild>. believe it. <laughs> that was pretty incre incredible, the figure, and it's got the blood all over the place, including your shoes. I want to know, did you know going in, did you have any type of inkling that that match would just completely change your career? Oh, of course not. I, I knew how important it was for me to kind of prove myself. You know, like the, 
the matches that I had with John, we had one that took about 90 seconds. We had one that took about 10 minutes, and then that one I think was like 18. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a long so, one. Just being able to sort of show that growth was really my goal and just to show how much I've improved and try to earn the respect of those guys so that they'd let me into their fighting team. Uh, and that's what happened. So I obviously did not expect for things to take off the way that they did, but I knew, I did know in the moment this is really important and this is an opportunity that I have to seize. Blackpool fighting team doesn't have the same ring as Blackpool Combat. Does not. Team. That's why they didn't let me name it. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. BFT just doesn't. BFT. I, I, that BFT. sounds like something you get at McDonald's. Yeah, I don't BFT. know. BCCZ is going to mess up from time to time. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, fair enough. Definitely got in a text message. I'm like, that's not what you meant. But okay. Not at all. No. Cool. Cool. Don't, don't Google that. Um, I, you mentioned like that match being like a big like career changer. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to go back to your pre-AEW because one of the matches that that really put you on the map for me was mm. your Ironman match with Daniel Garcia on mm. the Indies. And then to have you guys come back and have the feud you did in ROH. Um, what is wrestling Daniel Garcia meant for your career? Uh, wrestling Garcia is always, it's always special, I think, to me. Because there are some guys that the matches are great because you're complete opposites. But I think Garcia and I... Uh, despite his sports entertainment facade. I think we're both very similar wrestlers, and we both have very similar philosophies in the ring. And being able to just kind of have that moment, share it, someone that I sort of came up with on the independence, like we started really hitting our stride around the same time, honestly him a little bit before me, but being able to have that moment on the independence, that was so special to me. So then to be able to now have that like throughout Ring of Honor and be able to have it on pay-per-view, be able to have a huge television main event in his hometown. Like it's all stuff that's really special to me and I'm really glad that I got to share that with him. But uh, I do want to kick his ass next time I see him. Yeah, <laughs> I do want to make sure that I continue to, because I think now we're, actually I do have the advantage. But there you we, go. We were one, one and one for a while. So there was a lot of, uh, there's a lot of animosity there. But I think that next time we face each other, it'll be special again. What was it like becoming the Ring of Honor Pure Champion? Oh, that was so cool to me. Um, For the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, it was a goal that I had when I was younger, but I never thought it would come to fruition because the championship was retired for so long. So I was like, all right, well, I guess that's one I'll just never get to do. And then, of course, I then went to Ring of Honor uh, during the pandemic. I was in the Ring of Honor Pure Championship tournament when they reinstated it. I lost in the first round, so I went, well, there goes that opportunity. (laughs) I'll never have it again. And then just the way things worked out where Tony bought Ring of Honor was really uh, serendipitous for me. So it felt like a full circle moment to be able to finally accomplish that goal. Super, super cool. Man, I'm just so proud of you, man. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Do you have any particular favorite, like, moments from Ring of Honor or AEW that really stand out? Because you've had such a short career, but you've had so many key things that have happened in that time. Yeah, I think that winning the Ring of Honor Pure title obviously was huge both times. Uh, The first time was really special just because it was, like, that that full circle moment. But being able to win it again when I won it back from Garcia was really special because I was able to become the first ever two-time Pure champion, which I was, did not know that. Congratulations! Yeah, only one, still. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to be able to do that, and it felt like, all right, now this is my championship. Now I can take this forward, and now I can really uh, bring this division to a whole new group of people. And hopefully, I was able to do that. One of the things that I've been kind of over impressed yes, about. Yes, clap. Yeah, clap, let's clap, give it. Clap, clap. Let's give him a hand. We've had significantly not enough clapping during this for all of the like proud moments we've had with people. So thank you. <laughs> 
I was going to say, one of the things that really kind of impressed me is how quickly you gelled with the BCC. And it was just like instant. All of a sudden, you went from kind of doing your thing to earning the respect. And then you guys just became such a force. What do you attribute that to? I think that a big part of that is just their their leadership and their guidance. Uh, They're really really sure to make sure that like I not only know the fundamentals, not only know the stuff in the ring, but the reasons why we're doing this, the reasons why you put your hand here instead of here, the reasons why you're really focused on getting that tap or getting the pin in the certain situation. So I think that they've really been able to sort of bring me up with them. And that's obviously their goal. And it's been wonderful for me and for my life and career. So I'm just really lucky to have great mentors like that. You've been really fortunate because even before working with this phenomenal group of wrestlers, you were hanging out with the best friends. Yeah. And, and what what different mentors to have, re- too, different which mentors, is great. Right? But, yeah. like, so different, but also so great. Because I remember when you came in during the pandemic, and Tony was like, mm. "Why? where has this guy been? <laughs> and we're just like, well, you know, whatever. On my couch. <laughs> wherever. He's, like, he's been, he's been wherever. He's, he's just thought, I, was, I wasn't even trying to do an Orange Cassidy, but he's literally like, I don't know, he's wherever. <laughs> but it was so great to see, like, you literally have came in with a group of mentors that have been a part of your career mm-hmm. and then jumped to another group of mentors. Yeah, I... I really can't say enough good things about like what the best friends did for me really early in my career. Uh, like even on the independence, they helped take me around. They helped show me different things, help me make different connections. Mm-hmm. So very grateful to them. But now being with the BCC, it's really fun because I can sort of pivot to maybe the style of wrestling that I always grew up enjoying right. and the style of wrestling I always envisioned myself doing. Is there anything that you have taught members of the BCC? Mm. I'm sure there is. I know I taught him that seatbelt pin, but that came from Chuck Taylor. So uh, oh, <laughs> that's fair. But, yeah, but there's there's plenty of things. I think that uh, you know they joke about me being the little shit of the group, but oh, I yeah, think you are. Sometimes I had a little bit of the attitude and a little bit of the, the brazenness for them. Yeah, brazen. <laughs> what does it mean to you to go into Double or Nothing in one of the most marquee matchups that we have in Anarchy in the Arena against the Elite? Oh my God. Yeah, this one's going to be awesome. I can't wait either. Uh, Obviously, last year I was really honored to be able to go compete in Best of the Super Juniors, but as a result, I did miss this match. So it's a unique challenge for me, but I really think that it suits the BCC well. And as someone who who bought the first double or nothing on pay-per-view, being able to be here and Mm. be able to compete against the namesake of the company is really special. And uh, we're going to kick their asses. Um, So we have a little game. So, of your cohorts in the BCC, mm. Claudio, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, this is a game of who is most likely to. Okay. Okay. So, who is most likely to wear their championship belt to the grocery store? Um, right now, Claudio. Because Claudio is the only one with a championship belt. But I could totally to see him, like, going to the grocery store, especially with his little kid, like, just... I can, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, child on For one sure. shoulder, yeah. uh, belt on the other. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. His, his kid's adorable. All right. Yes. Who is the most likely to edit their own Wikipedia page? Can I answer myself? <laughs> That's just a lot of information I don't want out there. Come on, guys. Let's, let's take oh, that just down. like, no, no, no. This is like, and remove the source so no one Why finds not? the public yeah. knowledge. I, I also like. think I'm the most tech savvy. So I think I, I could figure, That's I could fair. at least figure it out. You Brian's probably like, what's Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think Brian probably owns real encyclopedias. Encyclopedia. That's right. But Britannica? If I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. He'd go to the W and start looking for Wikipedia yeah. in the encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's Wikipedia? I don't know. He's just <laughs> off in the woods somewhere talking right. about flaccid penises. Um, 
Who's most likely to forget their gear? I would say Moxley, just because I know that he could then get jeans, spray paint them, and have gear again. Mm -hmm, so I feel like he's not, like, I'm double, triple checking. Like, I'm at the airport already looking to make sure I have my tights. Like, I think he's fine. He's I just like, oh, whatever, I'll he's just like, buy yeah, some I'll buy spray jeans. paint from the like outcast and just yeah. make new gear. Like, yeah. pretty all stretchy nowadays. Yeah. It's fine. Who's yeah. most likely to get a mani-pedi? I mean, I've gotten the pedicure before, so I guess me. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Did you go to one of those places that, like, serves you drinks while you're doing the pedicure? No, they do that? Dude, we got to go sometime. Okay. All yeah, right, I'm there's down. one in Miami that's like, would you like a margarita? I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah. Have I, you seen those places that you put your feet in the bowl? Have you seen this thing? And, they and really they, the fish the fish come up? No, that's weird. I've, I've seen that they on have the that internet, in Vegas. but I've never done it. Yeah, they have yeah. that place here in Vegas. Nope. No? Nope, don't want it. Yeah. No thanks. No, fish are it's weird, kinda, man. It's weird. As a vegan, fish are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Not a fan. All right, who is most likely to cry watching The Notebook? Um, I think it's going to be Brian. Really? I think he's he's secretly very emotional. Mm, okay. That's just a rumor that. I'm starting. This has no factual basis. I just think he's secretly very emotional. <laughs> I like I don't know that, but I could see that. Yeah. 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 I feel it. I feel it. I like it. Um, who's most likely to face off against Max Caster in a rap battle? Um, I think Claudio's got bars. Dude, yes. He's got like terrible jokes, and Dad I think jokes. he could turn that into bars. He could. Yeah. He could. Yeah. I can see that. Who's mo most likely to rip their shirt off during a promo? Um. <laughs> the fact that he has to think about that, like, that's what I love about wrestling. Because mm. I can't picture any of them not ripping their shirt off during a promo. That's probably um, a better question. Yeah. Yeah, who wouldn't? I'm going to say Brian again, but only because I think that Claudio probably wouldn't wear a shirt Fair. to come out. And then uh, John just has, like, vests and stuff. So that's very true. hard to rip. That's true. This is great. It was kind of like a, a sampler. You know, when you go and, you know, you Joe go Buffet. to the, get that cheesecake at the grocery store that's a sampler, and you're I'm, like, ah, I kind of like this, I kind of like that. A vegan, I can't okay, eat Okay, a vegan cheesecake? Okay. They those, make those. They make like one flavor. Oh. You need some variety in your I life. I do. I do. I do need some variety in my life. Well, thank you so much for listening to AEW Unrestricted. We have new episodes every Thursday, all of your favorite podcast platforms, videos up on YouTube. Obviously, you guys know that we're taking over TV. We got Collision coming up on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. We got Dynamite Wednesdays, Rampage Friday. And of course, we will see you all at T-Mobile Arena this Sunday at 5 o'clock. Pay-per-view. Come on, throw your hands up. Let me see you. Unrestricted. Got the house now. We gonna turn it up. Pumping, make them bounce now. Blousing like they're bouncing, and the freaks are coming out now.